0: what up y'all welcome it's golden spaces an odyssey original podcast it's your girl nat and i'm here with justin my fave and we're here to talk about this warriors game versus the charlotte hornets who justin i tweeted earlier like this team is just the warriors kryptonite man like no matter what the case these games are just always hard. Like, <laughs> like if we ever ended up playing the Hornets in the in the finals, it might be an issue. Cause they just like, I don't know sure. why. <laughs> I know there's always some bullshit yeah. that happens and I get like Steph was out and blah blah blah. But even when he's there, there's just always something that happens, you know? Like it's just the games are always so wonky and annoying. And you know, during I was actually listening to the the Hornets broadcast. And, like, when the Warriors had the lead, they were like, I think what was the biggest they got it to, 18? I don't know if they ever quite got it to 20. Maybe they did get it to 20. I'm not sure. And the broadcast was like, yeah, I mean, just knowing the Warriors, like, Charlotte has a chance. Like, they're still in here. And I was, like, I was annoyed that they were saying that. I was like, that's wild disrespectful. Like, y'all have won, like, 12 fucking games or whatever it is. And sure enough, these dudes get back in the game. I was like, you know what? I said, maybe this is because I was talking so much shit lately about other teams. So this is my karma. But I don't give a fuck. Them other teams deserve my slander. So anyway, this really is not a sad occasion. The Warriors won. Um, But it was a stressful win. And I feel like it was an unnecessarily stressful (laughs) win. Like, I wanted them to try to, like, put this game away in the third because they got to play again tomorrow. And we found out that even though Wiggs has been cleared to play... He now is sick, so it's probably not going to be at least before Portland until we see him. So, I mean, he's really needed. They could really use him just, like, as a jolt and his defense. So, yes, both of these two teams they're playing tonight and next game we could talk about in a little bit are winnable games. Um, But it's a back-to-back nonetheless, and, you know, it's a, a team missing their two best players, so. Anyway, I've rambled enough. What did you think about the game?
1: Typical playing with your food game that the Warriors are famous for. Coming out, energized, and, you know, got out to, like you said, a big lead. And then started settling for a lot of threes. And I think they got into their own head of, like, okay, we've missed a lot of threes in a row. I'm going to be the guy that breaks the streak. I'm going to be the guy that hits the three. Um and really getting to the basket was working for them so much through the, throughout the whole game. It just doesn't didn't it's make like a lot God of sense for them. didn't you
0: keep doing it, right?
1: Yeah, every good thing that they got came from them getting to the basket or penetrating the, the paint and kicking it out and stuff like that. And then at the end of the game, um, JP and JK like three, four possessions of the row. Who put from... in
0: the spin cycle? Was Plumley?
1: Yeah, it was Plumley twice. And it's in like a row. It's Jordan,
0: like... you could have done that all night.
1: Like you could have done that all night. He started the game out. That's how he got all of his points in the beginning of the game. I, I want to say what he hit like two threes maybe. All his points in the first half was just him going right by guys and just getting to the rim. I don't understand why they get so three happy. You know I mean? Like the role players like Lamb and Jerome, you know, Lamb takes some bad shots, but Jerome and Dante and these guys, they're not the best finishers, you know, out there. They're not super athletic and stuff like that. So them shooting threes kind of makes sense if they're open – um those are the shots that are going to be available to them so they probably should take those shots but um when Jordan settles when Clay settles sometimes it's just a bit annoying because you know they can have some success getting into the paint Clay hit a bunch of mid-ranges too um he got high from three early but he had a few mid-ranges so it's like bro you don't need to be taking some of these threes especially the force ones
0: yeah Clay settling always annoys me because Not that I think Clay is like this great, great finisher, but Clay has always been really good at like cutting and like, you know, like like you can do more than just like take threes or even a midi. Like you can get to the rim because you move around so much. So I was like, can we get more shots at the rim? I just, I was annoyed. I was annoyed. I'm watching it as it like, I just kept seeing the lead go down. I was like, oh my God, please. Like I cannot deal with the stress tonight. They're one game under 500, so look, we said we want them to be around 500, you know, but it's still like, you want them to win too, so um, yeah, yeah, we should get into like some of the players though, because um, some interesting performances tonight, I actually want to ask you about your guy Moody, because he still looks like hesitant out there, like he's in his head, like he's overthinking, but mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you see? Because, like, there was a couple of times, like, he got the ball and I'm like, shoot it. And he didn't.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: then, like, he gave the defense a chance to recover. And then it's like, it ended up getting back to him. But then, like, the other times, to me, like, he was open. But it was, like, the uh, the first times he got it, like, you had enough time. Like, no one was around you. Could have got your feet set and just, like, shot the ball. And he hesitated to look for something else. Like, the shot's there. Take it, Moody.
1: Yeah, this is classic Kirk stuff right here. I think – um. You know, when when it's been drilled to you over and over again to move the ball and don't take bad shots and stuff like that, you start to pass up good shots sometimes. Um, so I think as he just gets more comfortable, um, if they continue to play him and he gets more minutes, I think he'll kind of be able to blend his his shot hunting with you know not overtaking the offense and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, I like the way he's been playing. He's been defending. They put him on Hayward a little bit, and Hayward's stronger than him at this point in his career. So he was able to get to some of his spots. But I think for the most part, Moody um, was – he was he was feeling Moody there, you know, like especially and Moody got some length. So even if he tried to fade away, he was able to contest. Yeah. Um, he's running the floor well. So I think he played really well in his minutes. Um, I think, like you said, we can both agree on him being a little bit more aggressive like shooting the ball um, now that he is kind of understanding – how to play within the Florida offense and not take shots away from the guys that they want to get the most shots. But, I mean, he is a guy that can score. So he definitely needs to take the opportunity that he's given. Um, But overall, I think he he played pretty well and JK played very well, obviously, at the end there. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. For all all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
0: Hey, y'all, what's up? You're tuned into Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Nat and Justin. Welcome back. By the way, before we get into JK, it's a totally random story. So, um, so to people who, who listen to our podcast, thank you so much for that. Um, but I hopefully many of you know, if you don't know, um, I'm a producer for the show Brother from Another, one of the producers, and I also appear on air. it's a it's a peacock show for NBC Sports but anyway I did this uh segment um that we actually didn't air on the show but we sometimes like will record a segment that we still put up because like we keep talking or like it's just something we didn't get to but we you know and we did a segment about the Warriors and like we did a segment about the Warriors and why they're struggling without stuff but part of that included like you know a prediction about um what would happen on Christmas Day So, but during that segment about why the Warriors are struggling, there were, you know, a lot of criticisms of me, like about the roster construction, the Warriors trying to force players into like fits that they aren't like trying to force JP to be a facilitator, you know, trying to make wise men, you know, and really I was responding to something because Mark Spears had said like, oh yeah, you know, like he could be like an Andrew Bogut type big and I was like, what? He could do what now? You know, so I like I was saying, like, no, he hasn't demonstrated anything that's showed that at least right now. He hasn't showed anything that demonstrates that he has the ability to be like Andrew Bogut. So anyway, I said a lot of things. And this person in the comments was like, this woman has a lot of opinions on our team and I've never seen her before. Who is she? Like, excuse me, mister, you've never seen me before. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, you've never seen me. like who is this person like because you've never seen me that means like my opinions are not valid meanwhile everybody else in the comments like yo she's spot on she's spot on she's spot on I guess he was mad about something I said I don't even know if it was a he but it was just funny to me so I wanted to share that story yeah
1: people people think (laughs) their little bubble what they're exposed to is all yeah people think what their little bubble is and what they're exposed to is everything that exists so the moment someone who isn't, that doesn't exist within their little bubble pops up, they're like, oh, this person's unqualified or irrelevant or something like that. It's just like, all right, whatever, bro.
0: And I mean, we are a streaming shows, so I get it. People still know more mainstream people and I'm for sure not mainstream, but like, it's not like I was saying anything that crazy. If you listen, it's fine to disagree with me, but don't be like, who is she? She has a she sure does have a lot of opinions about my team and I've never seen her before. I've never <laughs> heard of you before. Joe Schmo. Right. Anyway, um back to business. Back to this. <laughs> <segment>. <laughs> so um yeah, Moody, he didn't miss a shot tonight. Six
1: for six. Did he? Uh, I think he might have missed a three. Did he? He might have. He was oh Kuming- No, Kaminga was six for six.
0: That's who I meant. Kamingo. I'm sorry. But did I say Moody? Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah Kuminga. Kuminga was was okay. so
0: We had we finished Moody and we went to Kaminga. So yeah, Kaminga six for six, excellent, yeah. excellent in the closing stretch. So what it's I good. love, is, even though this is the the this, the Hornets, they they closed out a close game, right? Shouldn't have been close, but they closed it out. So because I don't got to keep hearing about oh my god, they wanted another close game, blah, blah 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 blah. And I mean, look, these are not the people who are going to be closing games for us anyway when they're healthy, mm-hmm. but it's good that these guys are learning how to close out a game, and it's good that it was like Kaminga, you know, who helped in that scenario, and Pool, right, he finally figured out, let me just get to the rim, I'm glad do it sooner, so you don't have to stress this out unnecessarily, but Kaminga was great, and he had some incredible defensive possessions, like, I don't even give a shit about the, like, scoring like, he was just, like, near the end when the game was, like, tied, he who was that, he grabbed the ball, just took it from I don't remember who he took it it from. from PJ. PJ? It
1: was PJ Washington.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then he also like he got he grabbed a board and he just like held on to it and made sure no one got it. Like, yes, yes, like that Mm -hmm. should be getting me hype, Justin.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's what they've been asking him to do, and he's he's shown that he has that type of the gifts that a guy like Andre has as far as like size and athleticism and the way he can affect the game. So he's been learning from him. You can tell. Um and he, like you said, he, like we've said before, he got that dog like in him. So he saw the writing on the wall. Like we need to stop shooting all these threes. We need to be aggressive, get some stops, and go to the rack right and and finish in there. So he took matters into his own hands. Just ripped it straight out of that guy's hands. Um, full court, and then he got that one on one possession with Hayward that they really needed that that bucket to make it a two possession game. He went straight into his chest and just floated it in there um so yeah that's just flashes of what he can do in the closing lineup you know and then there'll be some games like I said earlier on the timeline today there'll be some games where like Looney is a good player but he isn't like uh like who we should be going to as much you know what I mean like a game like this where they getting a lot of shots at the rim but they're not necessarily finishing some of them because Looney is just not like the most athletic guy, right? Mason Plumlee was just meeting him at the rim a lot, and he just had some trouble finishing. But they were getting a ton of looks at the rim because Plumlee and these guys are going to give up those looks. Um, And they try to make it up on the back end with their athleticism. But if you got a guy like J.K., he was just dunking on them every time he got down there because they're giving him open layups, essentially. And if you got any type of athlete down there, they're going to to finish. So uh, I thought they should have went to J.K. a little bit earlier instead of Loon, even though Loon is obviously the rock of the team. I just think he was struggling a little bit offensively. Um, So they should have went to JK, but they went to him late and it paid dividends.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, Luna's So I don't want to slander him too much, but like sometimes I'm like, stop fucking going to him under the yo. Like even when like, if there's just one person there, sometimes he can't even fucking finish. Like just the slightest (laughs) resistance. And it's like, I can't complete this fucking dunk. And it annoys me. I'm like, Son, and i think i tweeted something it was like actually after wiseman but i was talking about loon as well and i was like why can't our bigs like go up strong like well like i don't understand like they're just fucking missing shit you know and so like someone you know and i actually want to talk about wiseman because like i actually thought he had a solid game overall even though like there were just a couple of those like dunk attempts that annoyed me um but i had tweeted something like that like what the fuck you know and they're like oh i just like that you know wiseman like It's just looking better out there and he's not lost. And I was like, at that point, I was like, no, he still looks lost sometimes, but he's definitely like, well, let's not like overreact, but um, he definitely, after he got like settled in the game. So like at first he was a little, you know, but then he definitely settled in. And I like, again, where I saw his impact was on the defensive end. He was altering shots. um, He grabbed some boards, you know, and like, he just, to Mm -hmm. me, he ended up ultimately still playing a solid game. And I want to like, you know, give him his props because I definitely know like he catches a lot of slander. And so I thought he was decent in this game. I thought he, he definitely helped them in moments.
1: Yeah. He has some, he has some good moments and bad ones. It was overall probably around a neutral game. Um, and that's all I can ask. It was a short rotation. So you can't really say he had too much of an impact on the the result of the game, but he got in there and he didn't like instantly bleed minutes you know so that's a that's a plus um and you can tell he's learning out there i mean he he wasn't as like spot on defensively as he was against memphis but he was still pretty you know good with with his positioning and stuff like that so um it's looking like he's improving for sure
0: anybody else stood out to you tonight um i mean clay was going early but he's obvious um, good to see a night like that from him, and, and and JP obviously was important tonight, and Dre, but I meant like other guys outside of the, the core three.
1: Nah, not really. I think they all st- were playing well early in the game. Ty Jerome came out. I think he hit his first two. Then he couldn't hit a shot after that. But it is what it is. He's not necessarily like a scorer. Um, you know, he had to come back down to earth a little bit with his shot making. Um. Dante had a decent game, didn't score, but he does all the little things outside of scoring. So, um, yeah, I think they just went cold. It should have been a blowout. They went cold, and it, it happens sometimes when they find a way to win. Um, good thing Charlotte is terrible because if it was any other team, they might have lost this game. But um, a win's a win's a win. You want it, you take them any kind of way you can get them, especially in the regular season, and just move on to the next one. They got one tomorrow night.
0: Yeah. All right. This seems like a good point to break. So... Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For
1: all all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin.
0: What up? It's Golden Spaces. We're back. It's Justin and Nat. You're tuned in. It's an Odyssey original podcast. We're glad to have you. Short short pod tonight guys Or whenever you're listening to it But we're recording right after the game Because we're going to be back recording again Right after the jazz game And then that will be it from us for the year So says you're going to have us Two nights back to back It's a little short one tonight um, But thank you so much for the, the support so far We really appreciate it um, We got a mailbag question in um, It was a list of like Current free agents, right now, a lot of these people just aren't even playing. You know, Lamarcus, DeMarcus, <laughs> they both rhyme. That wasn't intentional. Dwight Howard, who's like having a ball over in, um, where is he?
1: What country? He's in China, pretty sure. China.
0: Tristan Thompson isn't signed.
1: No, he's terrible.
0: I mean, I don't want him, but I'm just surprised. Um, so yeah, so I mean there's a lot of players on here but no one jumped out to us we think the the people who could po- potentially help we've talked a little bit about already like Pirtle, um, which would have to be accomplished through a trade um, Jay Crowder also would need to be a trade or potentially some buyout candidates and I don't know who those are but we don't think there's anyone right now who's just a free agent who they could go out and sign that would help. So, thank you for your question. But I guess our thoughts on this is no one is moving us on this list.
1: Yeah. If they, I guess, if they use that last roster spot, it would have to be on a buyout guy. Um, so, yeah. Somebody that's not yet available, but could potentially become available later.
0: Okay. So the Warriors are going to play Utah tomorrow night. And um, we're going to do another pod after that. But they got embarrassed the last time they were in Utah because they literally should have won the game. They were like up. I actually don't even remember what happened because it was like so quick. Like Jordan, well, apparently he got fouled, right? Like the ball was inbound to him. He got fouled. And look like was he trying to pass? Like someone like hacked him over his shoulder. I don't want to make a point. I don't think he got a chance
1: to do anything. He okay. didn't get a chance to really do anything. As soon as he caught it, he got hacked by uh, Alexander Walker, and then going trying to recover the ball, he got tackled by Olenek, Tackle. and they just they Olenic. they so ran that's a fast what We break. want on
0: our team though, isn't it, Justin? I've heard you talking about him. You want the tackler on our team.
1: The tackler
0: so he can go out and find uh, other players and bring more bad karma to us. We have enough already this year on the squad, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah, but um yeah, that game was weird. I think they they had the game won essentially. Um JK got a good stop on Clarkson at one point in the game at the end and All they that to up, do is up on four. to the ball,
0: right? Hold on to the ball, get fouled and just like like they had to
1: play and I remember Clay gave up a three. On a, yes. on a late yeah. possession. Um, yeah. And that kind of put them into striking distance. But, yeah, all they had to do was hold on the ball, and they couldn't. So, weird game. Very weird game. Draymond didn't play that game. Who knows if Draymond's going to play tomorrow night? You know The back-to-back thing. Oh,
0: shit. Is Clay <laughs> going to play tomorrow night? Well, this just right. adds a whole new layer because I'm – oh, my gosh. And no wigs. I'm nervous, Justin. Now I'm officially <laughs> nervous.
1: Yeah, it, we I think we'll Dre see. is
0: gonna have to play because they're not gonna play Clay,
1: most likely. They might not play, Dre, might not play both of them.
0: Let me see if there's been any updates <laughs> since we've been recording. Oh, I just my whole mood got ruined. <laughs> my whole mood just got ruined, Justin.
1: You know how it goes.
0: I totally forgot about Clay who, by the way, I feel like they can play every so often on a back-to-back, but, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we haven't seen anything about whether or not they'll play, Um, but if they do, they should win. You know, Draymond killed Utah last time, and I think it could be more of the same. He's just too fast for their bigs. Olenic, if they Kessler. Play, if if Marcus. they
0: play without Clay but have Dre.
1: They should still have a pretty good chance to win.
0: Okay. But right now you're um, saying assuming both play.
1: Um, yeah. Assume, yeah. Assume both play until they announce that, that one or both of them won't. All right. Um I mean if they were in a dog fight with them. They should have won when Draymond didn't play last time, but Clay played. Uh I just think they're a tough matchup for Utah because we just have a lot of speed. Um, they don't have anybody to check Jordan, but we have guys that can check Clarkson. Um, Markin is a tough cover without Draymond, but I think they can do a decent job on him. Um, so I guess we're just going to have to wait and see who, <laughs> who they announce is going to be playing or not. That's going to be tough if those two guys are sitting because um, they really got the opportunity here to – stack a lot of wins in a row you know they got portland coming up that's in the mix of this of these home games but i'm pretty sure they got orlando and detroit so they got a chance to, to win a lot of these games so i feel they like gotta, that they got go game
0: they need everyone though like including wigs like because dame can go off and have a big night and i'm not saying that jordan can't but like they have dame they have and Amf- Amf- how do i say his name what's the guy for Amf- for yeah I'm butchering his name, but yeah, like they have like Portland isn't that good, but they also like they can just like score sometimes, you know?
1: Yeah, they're like a good mid team,
0: a good mid team. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and we're we're actually not going to be doing a pod after the Portland game, so I mean, we're assuming like that's not a back to back, so that they'd have Clay and they'd have Dre and. Hopefully Wiggins by that game.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Long-awaited Wiggins return. It's crazy how long uh, this this injury, and then now he's getting sick. Just hope he's a hundred percent when he when he comes back, and then you know no more injuries or illnesses for the rest of the season for him because he was having his best season to date. So hopefully he can continue that when he comes back.
0: I would love it if he. Miraculously felt better tomorrow could play because listen. Oh gosh, I'm still you just like killed my mood. <laughs> Why are you it's laughing? This isn't funny.
1: It's them. I mean, they that's how they operate, you know. They played a long game, overly cautious, you know. It's so disappointing. No news has come out yet. No news has come out yet. So they could all play tomorrow. We don't know. They are at home. It's a homestand, so I think the rules apply a little bit differently when you're at when you're at home rather than on the road.
0: Why, wow, that seems uh, even more crazy to me. Like, why wouldn't you use the guy you need when you're away on the road?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think just the travel stuff like that is just a little bit added stress onto the body. So when you're at home, I feel like they're just more comfortable with you playing back-to-backs and doing more things because they know that you're, you know. You don't have to worry about the travel stress and all that type of stuff. So, We'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed on that.
0: Okay, apparently, Angel, to apparently in his postgame, Kaminga said, watching Draymond, Clay, Andre, and Wiggins play defense inspires him, and he doesn't like people scoring on him. Love that, but you could have given a shout-out to Steph, but it's okay. Um, yes, very inspiring. I love to hear him say that. He doesn't like people scoring on him. That's how I knew – I was like if he goes into that Grizzlies matchup taking it personally, he's going to help. And he did. Exactly. And he helped tonight as well.
1: He's one of those. He's one of those guys that got... He put the x-ray up to his chest. It's a pit bull up in there. You know? It's a rottweiler in there.
0: So, I mean, I guess the only other thing going for the Warriors tomorrow night, if Clay doesn't play... I'm operating that Clay isn't playing, but Draymond is. And if they surprise me, let them surprise me. But um, is that they're at home. They're at home. And so those other guys will play better. And I don't know, maybe we get like a big tie, Jerome game or some shit. Dante, maybe mm-hmm. he hits tonight since he wasn't hitting, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Loon in a back-to-back. I know he'll probably play, but... Will he have the energy? Be productive? I don't know. Is this the James Wiseman game potentially?
1: I think this matchup might be a little tough for James Wiseman. Hopefully, it's it goes the other way. But um, shooting bigs that can also handle the ball that are also super high IQ, He's it could be down. tough for Wiseman. He's yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but I'm just saying I'm projecting that it's going to be a tough matchup for him. Um, it's another learning opportunity or another opportunity to show what he has learned. And the Jazz put up a lot of threes. So they're they're a team that it's not like the Grizzlies where there's a guy pressuring the rim and all he has to do is just put his hands up. You know, he has to think a little bit more against this team. So when he gets his chance, we'll see what he's learned in that regard. But I'm projecting it's going to be a little bit tougher for him.
0: So we just got to hope that. The Utah Jazz are cold tomorrow night and can't hit shit. Um, yeah. That would help. So the Warriors are now one game under 500. And if we take a look at the standings around the league. I hope you guys also, by the way, have all been voting for All-Star. I've forgotten a couple of days already. It's so annoying that you can't tweet. Because I always used to always forget sometimes, even with the app or the website. But you always remember to tweet because people are just retweeting it all the time. So it's so easy so there usually wouldn't be a day at all that I just didn't vote. Like I missed Christmas Day. And like that was like a triple vote. Very annoying.
1: Mm.
0: Anyway, um, focus now, focus. But the standings, the standings. So we're currently in 10th. Okay, playing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't updated yet the um record because we're 17 and 18 now, right?
1: Yeah, it's updated on ESPN.
0: Okay. So, yeah, Yeah. we are ten. Play the Jazz
1: tomorrow, beat them, then we'll be 18 and 18. They'll be 19 and 18. So, we'll gain a whole game on them. Uh, They need
0: to win tomorrow. They got to do it. They need to do it. So, um, yeah. The Grizzlies, by the way, because you know I never miss a moment. Shit on the Grizzlies. (laughs) They lost tonight. So now since yes, Joss... Thanks. Tonight, yes. So since Joss said he is not concerned about any of the teams in the West, he has since lost to Denver, us, and now the Suns. I believe they also lost to OKC.
1: Yeah, they're like nine and ten against West teams or something.
0: And in many of those games, a key player was missing. Like tonight, no no um Light skinned no book. No book. No light skinned. Sorry.
1: Both of No book, no cam.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Cam is still out. So so no 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 light skinned brothers tonight (laughs) on on the Suns, not the Warriors, and they lost. Um, no wigs and staff, and they lost to us. The night when they lost okay, see, someone was missing too.
1: Sure but he's not concerned
0: team. about any teams in the West, Justin. Yeah. Do you think I he put a target on their back?
1: For sure. Oh, for sure. Definitely got a target on their back. Um Yeah. They had a they, they've had a target on the back since last year, I think. Um, so it's it's good. It's good for the league. Um, the competitive the, the competition is good. The trash talk, all that stuff is good, and it's always great to, you know, watch a team that bite off more they can chew. You know, get burned. So, I called the last season at the end of last season. They're not getting out the first round. I'm gonna stick to that. Uh, yeah. So he should be worried. And if they don't
0: get past the first round. I said the furthest though goes the second. I never thought they're getting to the conference finals though. So. Um, but if it's the first round, oh, I like it. Justin, you'd be right about these things, though, so I'm going to go with you on that one. <laughs> I
1: like that. I think it's matchup dependent. It's match-up dependent, too. But I'm a, I'm a prematurely pencil-in Golden State, Denver, New Orleans, and the Clippers in the, second, in the second round. So Memphis is not included in that next four.
0: Mm, I like the Pelicans. Wait, you said Pals. Warriors, Denver, and who? Suns. The Clippers. Oh, so you got the Suns going out in the first round to the. Oh yeah. To who? I need them to be first. The Pelicans, though, I really do.
1: Any, yeah, any of those teams are beating the Suns.
0: But it would I be think. the best, best series if it's the Pelicans because they really hate each other.
1: Yeah, that would be amazing. It would. I mean, it would be great if the Warriors knocked them out too.
0: Dallas making it and then going out in the first round.
1: Yeah. Or are they missing? Yeah. Dallas sucks. Uh, I mean, they have. Yeah. Luca has to score sixty just for them to barely beat the Knicks. At I, I think they were at home. the The Mavericks are terrible. Um,
0: yeah. So. Um. So we like we can like wrap with this, but or if you want to keep talking, but. Uh. So, I know people think I hate Luca. I don't hate Luca, so I'm going to always say that. Like, I have Luca as, like, a top. I don't know. remember when I did my list, but he's, like, five or six for me. You know, like, not, you know, I don't, which I don't think is disrespectful. Others may think it's disrespectful. But I don't dislike Luca. I do dislike, in my opinion, how much I feel he is elevated at times without accomplishing certain things. And if you know me, I'm consistent. I'm big on... You won some hardware. <laughs> how far you've gotten, like all of those different things, right? And I mean, we know this is how at least NBA Twitter is, right? So after every big game, someone new becomes the best player in the league. So tonight, he did damage to the Knicks of all teams. And it was an incredible performance. I don't want to like, what is it, like 60, 20, and 10? Something like that, right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Incredible performance on like 60... shooting or some shit like that. Incredible performance, regardless of the team. And of course, now I'm seeing, you know, he's already an all-time great. Um, Better than MJ. His league now. And that shit annoys me. It really does. I'm like, how can he already be an all-time great when he has no MVPs? He hasn't won. He's on track to become an all-time great. But, like, all-time greats are all-time greats because they have the hardware, because they've won. They have chips. He's not an all Like, if his career ended right today, you cannot say he's an all-time great. You would say he was a player that had so much potential. Right? Like, that's crazy to me. Am I bugging? Let me know. You tell me.
1: I don't think you're bugging. I think people would just be trolling. Um, and that's just weird. You know, like we. I think everyone that knows basketball with any sense knows that you got to rack up your resume for you to be considered that level no, of player.
0: This is someone we interact with. I'm not gonna say who, but he was like, serious, I think he's already an all-time great listener of the show, I'm sure. So I don't want to call him out, but it was just like, come on,
1: what are we doing? Yeah, I mean trajectory, you can just say trajectory, on pace, all those things. He's currently not there. He doesn't have I mean he has what how many he has a lot of all NBAs for you know somebody of his Uh, age but other than that what does what does he have right Um, he's a bunch of all-stars and a bunch of he's a bunch of all-stars and a bunch of all-nbas i want to say three or four of each and he's only been in the league for about five or six years or something like that that's amazing that just shows you that he's on a path of being that level of all-time great but gotta get an mvp or or multiple you gotta make the finals you gotta you know win a chip potentially you know it's a lot of all-time greats that don't have a championship but most of them have at least been to the finals, uh, been to the conference finals multiple times. There's a lot that he has to accomplish in his game. You can just say, all right, for his game, his talent level, he's probably already up there short. Sure. Like, there's not many people in the history of the game that can do what he's doing, like put up 60, 20, and 10, right? But it's more than just ability when it comes to ranking players in an all-time scale. Um, you got to have the resume, and he's still building his resume, so you got to just pump the brakes on that type of talk.
0: Right. Meanwhile, my guy, Jason Tatum, been putting in work since he was a fucking rookie and gets ignored all the fucking time. And I'm not saying Tatum's an all-time great, but like he's actually accomplished some shit. He's gotten to the finals.
1: He's gotten to the finals. He was one game away from the finals his rookie season.
0: Exactly. Went toe-to-toe with Braun. He's a big game player, except versus the Warriors. Poor thing. But he is. Like, <laughs> Look at look at how he was against Giannis, and that like he's a big game player.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, he he he, up and down sometimes. For the most part, yeah, pretty consistent, a big game player. I think the the Heat series shouldn't have went as long as it did, but um, yeah, he he doesn't get the the I'm respect that him he deserves
0: Though on the Heat,
1: who Jimmy? Yeah, he's better than Jimmy.
0: Okay, I'm just saying, because y'all be telling me Jimmy's top 10 and shit, and I've never
1: agreed with that. I mean, Jimmy... (laughs) I think Jimmy had, like, one or two extremely dud games in that series, but, like, for the most part, he was kind of, like, the best player in that series. I'm not going to lie.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, we don't need to go down this road today, but, um, you know, I just can't wait for Wardell to get back, because, like, niggas are really still like people are really acting like the Warriors just didn't win a championship like he just didn't like make a lot of these players look crazy you know it's just like yeah even versus the Mavs Steph was the best player he outplayed Luca
1: for sure yeah I don't think anybody will argue that uh, no there are some people who would argue
0: it but I'm just it doesn't really matter it's just like I just calm down, people. Like, it's not his league yet. He has things to accomplish before it's league. He is a great young budding star who's probably going to do great things, but he just hasn't yet. And when he does and starts to, then yeah, we can start saying it's his league and he's the and, face and whatever, whatever.
1: And this is this is kind of like what happened early in LeBron's career as well, where people were just so eager to crown him early in his career. And it was pretty obvious that he was on the trajectory of being the type of player that he is uh, today is Lucas you know, as good as LeBron no nah, I don't think so
0: because I think he's James um, Harden
1: I think he's more LeBron than Harden I think as far as um, talent and just level of play I think he's more LeBron of Harden than Harden I think Harden was super gimmicky and he was obviously at the peak of his game he was one of the best players in the league but he was very one dimensional in terms of like how he affected the game it was like he's going to hit his threes he's going to take a bunch of threes even though he's not like the best shooter out there he's going to take a bunch of threes and he's going to get to the foul line a lot. he's not going to he's going to leave a lot to be desired on defense and you know he's a hell of a but it wasn't because he three.
0: couldn't do more he just that's how the Rockets wanted to play basketball
1: for sure I mean and I, I think he wanted to play like that too once he realized it was going to win him MVP and you know stuff like that I think Luca just has a lot more counters to his offensive game Um, He's a better passer than Harden was, even though Harden was a hell of a passer. Uh, But I think that the main difference between LeBron and Luka is, like, obviously defense. um, And I think LeBron is just slightly higher IQ when it comes to knowing what shots to take and stuff like that. Luka has some questionable shot selection and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I do think Luka is closer to LeBron level uh, of a player than he was to Harden. At the same age and, like, going forward, I, I would project that.
0: Well, time will tell because ain't nobody going to Dallas. So, is he leaving the Mavs? Cause ain't nobody going oh, to Dallas.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's he's not staying there. I don't think so. I mean, he might. Him and Cuban are, you know, you know how Cuban be with his uh European players. He'd be kind of like making sure they stay forever. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll the see. one thing he I he stays in Dallas, Dallas, it's gonna be tough. tough.
0: He's shown that he wants to win. Winning matters to him. Like, if they would have lost tonight, he would not be happy. Like, he do not be celebrating these big games. I mean, he does go for it. He likes his numbers. But if he don't win, he's not happy. Like, he wants to win. And so, Mm -hmm. I don't think just paying him is going to be enough if they can't get a squad around him. So, to be determined, you know, he's up and coming. You got all the others around the league. But it ain't theirs yet. Until someone actually takes it from the Warriors, to me, it's not. It's their league still.
1: Yeah, it's been Wardell's league since his first MVP. Yeah, nobody has more chips or MVPs in the same time in that time frame than Wardell. You know, some guys have equaled him in MVPs, but nobody has more, and nobody has more rings than him in that span. So, until proven otherwise, exactly. Yeah,
0: all right, y'all. So, yes, he's sometimes i be telling Justin before we start, like, okay, short segment, and then i just be taking us all over the place, so forgive me, Justin, but that was great for our audience. I think you guys will enjoy that conversation, but Justin needs to get his sleep now, so we're going to go. We thank you for tuning in with us and giving us your time and celebrating with us during the holiday season. The vibes are back, even though the team annoyed us, so let's, let's try to close out the year on a win streak and go into the new year. With the win streak going in.
1: That would be great.
0: (laughs) All right. Y'all are tuned into Golden Spaces. Make sure you're downloading, subscribed, sharing with friends, following us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Until next time, take care.